Hey everyone, welcome back to the Small Town Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and I'm not going to lie, I feel like trash. <laughs> I feel like I just got stomped on by like a herd of cattle, man. Um, my son, who is going back to school this year, like he went, he started in January and like literally immediately the fall, like the, after the first week he starts getting sick and he gets tested for COVID like five times. Like I felt awful. Um, it wasn't COVID and it was just some type of respiratory thing. Then my wife got sick like the following week. And then I started to feel bad that the next like weekend. And like by the time I got to me, it wasn't so bad, but now once again, my son is starting to or is sick. He started feeling sick like two days ago on Saturday, and now I'm the first one showing the next set of symptoms, man. So my throat is all congested, like groggy and shit. And I'm trying to push through the best that I can while recording this. So I apologize um, if things just sound like trash. But hopefully, you guys enjoyed last week's episode. It was an interview. Um, with Jordan Finn and if you haven't heard it I do recommend going back checking out um, the Dead Work Anthology Uh, the Kickstarter is still live so definitely check that I think he said March 14th was the last day or it might have been March 4th so you still got a few days to go check that out there's a lot of cool stuff in there uh, especially Jordan's stuff which I really enjoyed so definitely definitely check that shit out sorry I'm have to take time to like swallow to clear the gunk out of my throat so oh that's bad guys it's it's so bad (laughs) so this week we're gonna talk about something that i've been wanting to talk about for a while now but i wanted to give people time to watch it and that's disney pluses and star wars the book of boba fett aka not the mandalorian <laughs> Until it is, and then you know all kinds of crazy. So some of y'all who've watched it, you probably know what I'm already talking about in reference to that. Those of you who haven't watched it, spoilers will ensue. So if you don't want to be spoiled on it, this might not be the episode for you. Until you listen, or until you watch the series and then come back. So let's get started right now. All right, guys. So first off. I have to say I love Disney Plus. It's probably been my favorite streaming service of the streaming services just because the sheer amount of content that touches me like that. I I was a huge Disney kid growing up. Now you got Star Wars and Marvel a part of it. It's really fantastic. And then all of a sudden there is a Korean drama on Disney Plus. Like what the fuck? (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's cool. I've seen some cool Korean dramas on Netflix. And this one, though, on Disney Plus, it's pretty good. It's like Snowdrop or Snowfall. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but I'm 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 invested already. But anyway, back to the book of Boba Fett. So yeah, Boba shows up, season two of Mandalorian. Everyone gets hyped because he gets the armor back. He's a badass with a staff. Like yeah, let's get more of that. Cut to book of Boba Fett. Which takes all the badassery of Boba Fett and decides, hey, we need to dial it down or else we won't have a story here. And that's kind of what they do. Or indirectly do by making Boba Fett a more 
thinker type versus like a doer type. Now he's like, hey, man, I want to be the crime boss. Well, we won't call it crime boss, but what do they call it? The Diado or the the Derriero? I can't remember what the fuck they called it, but basically he's in charge uh, on, was it Moss Eisley? I can't remember. It's somewhere, You're on Tatooine. All right, man, we know that. Anakin grew up there. Like, we know that. And Jabba the Hutt's palace is there. And that's where uh, Boba Fett goes. And he's like, yo, man, I run this piece. And then finds out, well, I don't really run this piece because I don't have a crew. And there's, like, other shit that I need to figure out. And, oh, God, I got to go talk to people and be, like, a negotiator. And so, yeah, what what what's awesome about bounty hunters when they negotiate? And that's what we really love. And pretty much happens for the first four episodes of the series. Uh, you do get to meet some cool people and some characters that I've seen in comic books come to life. Like, uh, what is his name? Black Croissantin. Uh, black Chewy, basically. Uh, he's got big black fur and a lot scarier than Chewy was. And to be fair, Chewy was very scary. So this dude is balls to the wall badass. Um, but things... Like I said, it just seemed kind of to drag on. Um, you get to meet the mods, which are people who basically mod their bodies with uh, robotic parts and upgrades and stuff. And that's how you find out, like, Boba Fett and, uh, is it Finnick? I can't remember. Um, what's her name's character? Oh, God. Mulan's character. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Oh, shit. It'll come to me eventually one day, maybe. Probably not. Not, not by the end of this episode. But, yeah, you know who I'm talking about, everyone who's a big Disney nerd. So, uh, I was going to say Faye. No, God damn it. What's her name from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I don't know. We're just going to stick with Mulan because that's the one that I remember. So, she gets, like, completely wrecked at one point, And Boba Fett finds her and saves her life by getting her modded out. Because, you know, that's cool to do against someone's will. And as long as it saves their life, right? Like, yeah, dude. Like, so I found you dying when your legs were off and decided to install this really badass dinosaur leg. You know, plastic dinosaur leg. And, like, while it's not very practical, it did save your life. And now you look kind of cute with tiny dinosaur legs. So, yeah, there you go. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that happens. You meet... Um, well, you don't. Well, you meet them through flashbacks. You find out what happened to Boba Fett after falling into the Sarlacc pit, which is exactly like Patton Oswalt said. So, if you just go to Parks and Rec and look up Patton Oswalt on YouTube, you will find out the entire story of how Boba Fett comes back uh, from the brink of death. And it's kind of badass, man. He uh, gets uh, his ship, which the new name escapes me. I just remember it's called Slave One. Uh, Rex all kinds of shit up with that then for some reason forgets that he has the ship for the rest of the series because he never uses it ever again and it's all right dude like i still what i really enjoyed up like this far into the series that i'm kind of just bouncing around from was his time with the sand people because this was the time that i think makes him most vulnerable and most human you know because up until this point the only thing i've ever known about Boba Fett was like, oh, he's a super badass that does super badass things, and yeah, but like this really brings him down a peg, like gives him humility and, and makes him humble, and he rises up from that, and it's kind of cool, and it's also really great to see like an inner workings of the Sand People, because they played a big part on Tatooine, and like 
that lifestyle, but you never really knew much about it, you know? And so getting a chance to see like this tribal community and how they communicate with each other and how they live their life in the sand is really neat. And I found actually really fascinating. And then you find out like the Pike Syndicate is like the real bad guys. And like, they're the, the big bad of the series, I guess. And, um, eventually you'll see another bounty hunter. I won't spoil it too much, but he's someone from like uh, the cartoons that, and he comes and they live action him. Well, he's CGI live action, but it's really badass to see his character and got me really stoked. Uh, of course, uh, the regular, the Mandalorian, the Mando, he makes an appearance for the like final three episodes of the series, which that's when things really kick off because I think Boba Fett really lacks something that Mando um, bring, like the character of the Mandalorian brings to the table. You know, there's I don't know. I, I, it's hard to put my thumb on it. It's hard to really put a this the it factor that he brings like because there are two completely different characters you know like don't get me wrong the mandalorian's badass and we know he's badass but at the same time he's still it's like he's still finding himself he's still struggling with the way versus his personal wants and feelings where in boba fett you don't feel that struggle he's just hey this is what i gotta do and this is how i'm gonna do it and he's and like there's no issues with him trusting people or anything like that like he just flat out's like all right let's do this and if we can't do this we'll throw money at it until someone else does it like so it just it never felt like a true struggle except for the sand people moment like when he's with the the tuscan raiders i keep calling them sand people i feel bad about that uh the tuscan raiders like you you feel that like that those were the good moments of boba fett and those were what really intrigued me and got me going through this series and it sucks that you don't get a lot of that you know and then again it's only like seven or eight episodes i can't remember which so you, you can only do so much that way so you get like the backstory you get him building his uh empire well we call it empire but it really he brings in like seven people that's about it um and then the pike syndicate's gonna shut him down but he's gonna fight back and oh it's gonna be all-out war apparently and so we're getting ready for that shit and then a bar blows up because why not it's still in the budget and then yeah mando shows up but how like this is where things get awesome again like mandalorian shows up and two things one he wants to see baby grew because he's got a, a present for him basically his foundling gift because he's his foundling you know and he deserves a gift but if we remember about jedis like they're not really allowed to have like attachments so you know that's kind of like a decision grogu's gonna have to make does he want to go live the life of a jedi or does he want to you know have attachment to his friend that saved his life and stuff like that and i think you know which way that's gonna go but what's also really cool is uh mando loses like his ship so he needs a new one and the one that they get is one of the starfighters from the Phantom Menace, the Naboo starfighters. And they bring that back in an awesome way. They talk about how, yeah, it's old, but it has things like the new tech can't keep up with. And it's really badass. And it looks awesome, dude. Like, it's all silver. Like, it doesn't have the yellow on it. And it just looks fantastic, man. The sound of it, 
Uh, there's some callbacks to things from episode one. Like, like at one point, and everyone brings this up, like the Mandalorian says, man, that was wizard. And which is like one of Anakin's friends says that like, that's so wizard, Annie. Like, so it was just like these cool little callbacks that you got from it. And just like this like bit of enjoyment, like why not give Boba Fett that chance to have like, oh, well, like, you know, because they wanted to rename Slave One because they didn't want it to be Slave anymore, right? I remember that being a thing. Why not get rid of Slave One and now he has the Naboo Starfighter as his main ship, you know? And so, like, I don't know. There's things I thought they could have done a little bit differently with Boba Fett, but they didn't. They gave all the good stuff to the Mandalorian. And so we get to see how that all plays out. The Darksaber's back in action. Uh, Rancors are back in action. And so we get to see a new outlook on how Rancors are because they're not just bloodthirsty, giant pig beasts. Like, they have feelings. They love their masters. They're very loyal. And also, you can ride on top of them and kill giant droidicas. Like, that is the shit, man. And that happens. Like, and that's pretty, like, the last episode is pretty awesome because it's just full-on action and shit but also you know the mandalorian is a part of that so that helps that action and stuff but yeah i mean in the end like everything well kind of resolves itself without resolving itself oh i forgot what's his name from mandalorian season two uh who took um took boba fett's armor and was wearing it originally he comes back uh the townsfolk uh, I think they call them what Freetown is the new name of the town out there. They come back and they help out Boba Fett as a debt owed to the Mandalorian, and also because they don't want you know the Pike Syndicate to bring drugs through their territory either. You know they want to try to keep it safe for them and their families. So there's a lot of cool stuff, a lot of cool callbacks and things. But ultimately, I I don't know, man. Like the book of Boba Fett definitely had some moments that i enjoyed i think overall it suffered until the mandalorian shows up like because and i think part of that's unfair because one we're all in love with the mandalorian and that series is so much fun getting to see him with his little friend grogu and the feelings that these two share for each other like this friendship that they have and how they're both trying to kind of figure themselves out but also do what they believe is right and like Grogu going to be a Jedi and um man what is his name is it Din I think Din is the Mandalorian's real name like him going about the way and trying to help restore Mandalore to uh, to its rightful place so like it's fun to see that struggle it's fun to see them come together and you know that it just that is what we love so much about the mandalorian and when it comes to boba fett you don't have any of that like it feels like it's lacking in the heart you know and you get that like i said with the tuscan raiders you got that you got to see him care for others and others care for him and him become part of a tribe and try to teach them to advance their tribe so that they could better protect themselves and acquire things and fight back against like the city people who harass them and stuff but it's only a small part of that series which i think is why it kind of falls short to me like where that's you you lose the heart and the struggle 
with Boba Fett, I feel like. I'm not saying it's a bad series. I, I enjoyed it from start to finish. I just, I think Boba Fett as a standalone just kind of lacks something that they either need to figure out in the writing if they do another series of this, or they just stop here and just make him a, a side character for the Mandalorian because I think ultimately that's where he does better like I, I feel like he's just an awesome side character that hey yeah it's cool to just follow up with him and see where he's at with things but honestly if this is the last Boba Fett that they do I'm not gonna cry like I'm not gonna be like oh why can't I get more Boba Fett like ooh, boo -hoo -hoo -hoo. like it'll be cool and I'll be fine with that uh, so yeah I mean as far as how I feel like the show, it's watchable. Um, there are parts of it that I think I could rewatch, like the Mandalorian aspect of it. But ultimately, you know, it's kind of a one and done for me. Like, that was a fun little ride. There's some cool little moments, but I'm done with it. You know, I'm on to the next thing. I'm looking forward to Obi-Wan coming out. I'm looking forward to just new movies coming out and the Marvel stuff that's coming out. So, yeah, kind of just it was here. I'm done thinking about it. And I just want to tell you guys, if you're on the fence, check it out. You're going to find stuff that you like about it. But if you're like, oh, this is going to be like the de facto Boba Fett storyline, I, I highly doubt that. I feel like you will leave this series disappointed if you feel like you're coming to get badass, super stonk on Boba Fett. Because, I mean, that's how I felt. But, like, you know, some people are different than me. I... I, I think my problem with it is I am so much in love with the Mandalorian that I'm like, why not just give me more Mandalorian? You know, why give me this side character who is like the Mandalorian, but not quite? And so I don't know. It could be I'm just sick and just so fucking tired. <laughs> anyway, hey, what do you guys think? Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on any of my social media. You know, you can find me at uh, Small Town Nerd. It's SM Town Nerd podcast or nerd cat i can't even remember dude i'm so sick i really can't fucking remember anything i'll put it in the show notes uh, but yeah you can search all that you can email me bri podcast at hotmail.com and just let me have it uh i dare you i double dare you motherfucker but <laughs> i'm sorry i'm so lost my nose is so stuffy and my throat's so congested i've been trying to do this one shot without stopping and i only had to restart twice so i feel like i'm doing pretty good this time because some reason I don't know how to edit. I don't know. I'm fucking weird like that. But thank you guys for listening to the episode this week. Hopefully you enjoyed it as much as I did. And we will talk to you guys next week. See you later. Or what was I? I was trying to say like, oh, I'm a small nerd in a big world or something. I don't know. It's stupid shit. We'll figure something new out eventually. <laughs>